Hi, I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott. And this podcast is brought to you by Everything's Everything's Coming Up Simpsons. Simpsons. Make sure to tune in on September 11th. We are talking about the episode Radio Bart with a special guest you may recognize. Hi, I'm Nancy Cartwright. And actually, I'm Bart Simpson. Who the (gasps) hell are you? Ah! We're so excited. this This is so good. This was one of our favorite episodes we've ever done. Mark your calendars. I don't know. You're probably already downloading it. What What is this life? Uh, September 11th, we are joined by, you already heard her, Nancy Cartwright. We're so excited. Please tune in. All right. Bye. <laughs> This is Allie and Georgia. And this is a slumber party. This is our podcast called Slumber Party. We built a pillow fort in my living room, and now we're recording in our pajamas with guests that we have big crushes on. We have snacks and drinks and horrible, embarrassing stories. Ghost stories. Ghost stories. One of us believes, the other doesn't. Guess which one is which. And today we have a darling, lovable, hilarious Steve Agee. Comedian. He's a writer. He's like six foot seven, and he got into his pajamas and crouched into a pillow fort. He has actually a really good ghost story. He has some creepy ghost stories. So stay tuned and see if we put itching powder in a sleeping bag. Maybe. (laughs) Guess what? I slept in this shirt. Oh, Allie. What are your pants say? Your pajama pants say? I'm wearing pajama pants. pants. What? <laughs> those, those are the fanciest pajamas I've ever heard of. What are your pajama pants? Fancy pants. Fancy pants. Fancy pants. Pajama pants <laughs> that pajama. say um, bad hair day on them. Yeah, there's like a girl with crazy My hair. mom bought them. Your mom bought you those pants? <laughs> What's something else you can say really pretentiously? Uh, like, uh, I, I don't know. We'll think of something. Once um, I was at a weird cowboy bar on a road trip with my parents when I was like 13, and I tried to order the roast beef sandwich, but it was just called a sand, and I, wrote, I ordered the roast beef son because I thought it was French. And they're like, that's short for a sandwich. <laughs> so they are wearing pajama pants, and oh. they say bad hair day on them. Um, I'm wearing a tank top that I slept in. Georgia's right. wearing pajama pants. Our audio engineer, Dustin, is wearing Georgia's robot pajama pants. That's right. Kids section of Target. Sup, y'all. I wear children's clothes. It's not perverted. Hey, Georgia, what did you learn this week? This week, I learned that Mormons will posthumously baptize people into their religion. Not just people... Well, these are people too, but uh, Holocaust victims and what? survivors. They will fucking baptize them into the Mormon religion. Can I tell you something? Yeah. You want to learn something else? Yeah. It's posthumous. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I can't write or read or speak. Is that really? Yeah. Say posthumous. It. Posthumous. Not posthumous. <laughs> <laughs> this is starting off on a very bad foot. Um, a very, I'm sorry, a very bad thought. This is starting off on a bad thought. Foot. Um, yeah, it's posthumous. But wait, so, so you're saying that um, that those of the uh, Latter Day Saints will will take someone who was not a Latter Day Saint but who was dead Do you and know that baptize them into their religion? And Frank is actually oh, might be dear. one of those people. So. <laughs> really? They're like so essentially it's like a dodgeball team in the afterlife, and they call people they who say, weren't like, even lined just up just in case they just in case they want to accept it. In the afterlife, which just brings up a whole other set of fucking weird things for me. Cause I can't even deal with the afterlife. What would you do if if you were like canonized as a saint 
after well, your that's death. that's what I was going to say, is that I'm How putting you, you in it? charge, Allie, personally, whether you're alive or dead, or uh, not letting that happen to me. St. So. Georgia of profanities. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to baptize the shit out of you. Do you want to know what I learned? Yes. Yours is, like, cultural. Mine is so dumb and helpful. I love it. Okay, Go. so... um. This album came out. It was Fiona Apple's album was released streaming this week. You're hey, obsessed. I'm obsessed with her. And so I've been listening to it just on, on repeat, but I've been like kind of, um, scrubbing, you know, when you scrub audio on your iPhone to get to a certain point, no. like you have, you have a, on an iPhone, you have a bar of time. And if you want to get to a oh, certain point, it. like 30 minutes know, and 32 I know seconds, called scrubbing. um, you, and I kept trying to get to this one point on this on this audio thing and my thumb was a big huge gorilla thumb and it would just I would be like 20 minutes and 30 seconds and it'd be like how about 15 minutes and I'm like, nope. and it'd be like how about 42 and I was like no so I started like a monkey I was like what tool can I use and I used my pinky and my pinky is smaller than my big gorilla thumb and now I get to exactly where I want so I scrub audio using a different digit That's and I worked my way around it pretentious digit but i'm proud of you for it is a pretentious that. digit my pants i'm <laughs> fancy pants and, and your there. pinky finger my pinky finger scrubs <laughs> let's introduce our guest and see what he learned hey this week what's up steve right. <laughs> steve ag is in our fourth hey i'm in a little tent <laughs> steve ag looks like his back is hurting i am so bad can we set the this scene? is what gulliver felt like <laughs> <laughs> Can we set the scene? Okay, I, we're it. in my living room, and we've constructed a fort out of blankets. Georgia right. did the lion's share of the work. There's a tiny pup tent that's shaped like a like a teepee. There's a jar of jelly beans, some red vines, and the very enormous Steve Ag, who is six six, six is folded up. He's a tall drink of water, and he's folded up in a pillow fort. Like one of those yogi masters that (laughs) gets into a cube. You're really... I didn't realize how tall you were until you walked in my front door, and I was like, my whole door is taken with this very tall, slim Steve Agee. Yes. Way to go. What'd you learn this week, Steve Agee? Steve Agee from Um, Sarah Silverman, and uh, writer for... Writer, storyteller, comedian. Jimmy Camel. Yeah, Jimmy Camel. It's Camel. Camel. Um, <laughs> by the way, you have a book on your shelf that yeah. says the Dharma bums that I thought at first glance said the diarrhea bums. <laughs> <laughs> it is beat poetry, so it's kind of all verbal. The yeah, yeah. It's a guide to to how to get through how to get through Southeast Asia. Just um, bumming your way through it. I learned two days ago, Monday, mm-hmm. that I have cancer. Oh, you are an asshole. I was like, what? A- <laughs> you're lying. Are you fucking serious? No. Oh, you you're dick. Oh, my God. I, I, I learned right now you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a great Well, I couldn't think of podcast. anything. And while you guys started talking, I'm like, Shit. what if I just broke the news that I had horrible cancer? <laughs> no, you just bought cancer. Totally. Just, and I'm dying. You know and what's going to happen? Get- you're going to die from cancer, and then you're going to become Mormon after. Posthumously. Mm. Right. You have my permission to do that. Oh, okay, posthumously. Fuck. <laughs> Did every, I'm sorry, did everyone in this tent know that I was saying that wrong when I said it? Everyone knew it was posthumous, right? Yeah. Fuck! <laughs> I wonder, like, how many occasions that I've said words incorrectly. Sure, just spelled the word, uh, misspelled the word oh, conceited my on our Tumblr. Like three times. Four times four before times. getting it right. It's cool. Anyway. That's what Google's for. Hey, hey. You just start to write. I love that you can start to write anything anywhere yeah. on any technological, you know, device. And it will tell you if you're spelling it right or wrong. Yeah, right. totally. I'm so happy for that. It's great. Where was that when we were in elementary school and wanted to kill ourselves? Everyone else? Any? Just me? Nope. Wanted to kill ourselves. Speaking of mispronouncing, spell. I remember when I was in sixth grade, I was going to go to basketball camp and they sent 
uh, a pamphlet, you know, to my parents saying what you need for the week or whatever. <laughs> it was a list of, you know, swimsuit, toothbrush, blah, blah, blah. Deodorant. <gasps> I'd never seen it written as a sixth, wow. you know, sixth grader. I, I, I was for like two days. I was like going, what the fuck is deodorant? <laughs> I tell you that as Steve, as Steve just told us the story, he was like pretended to Google it on his iPhone, which I'm pretty sure in the sixth grade you didn't have an no, iPhone. No, no, but I wrote deodorant on my iPhone. Oh, right down deodorant. there. Deodorant. Deodorant. <laughs> Were you embarrassed to ask your parents for deodorant the first time? Like, I'm getting pheromones. Can you help me? I don't think I had ever used it at that age, so I was like, Mom, what's deodorant? Oh, she oh. laughed in my fucking oh, face. Parents. <laughs> It's deodorant. That's the one joy they get is like when you do something stupid and they can laugh in your face. You think so? Yeah. I'm I'm on the pill. Hey. I don't remember (laughs) the first time using deodorant. I wanted to buy deodorant. I wanted to be like a a woman and get it, but I was nervous about asking my mom for it for like a year. And I was like, do I ask her if she can buy me some? Do I buy some? I'm 12. I don't have a job. I think I stole some from Target. You just let yourself start to stink. Just stink. Put your arm around her. Hey, Hey, mom. (laughs) Get a whiff of this, must. So Allie still Jesus. doesn't wear deodorant because she can never ask her mom. No. I still keep waiting some. for my mom to get me one that in a bra. So what did you learn? <laughs> I, I learned that uh, there is an oil leak in my truck. <laughs> I learned no. that this morning. Wait, you have a truck? Yeah. Can I say that you smell? Can you help really? me move? That's what I was expecting. <laughs> I was just telling someone that being good at hand jobs is like being known for being help for helping people move. You don't want to be known for giving good hand jobs. You don't want to be known for helping people move because the people will abuse that. They want both. I have to process. Wow. That. I never had one of those. Yeah. It's like oh, I'm gonna be you know sitting who, at you know who could help out? Why hand jobs? Just it's one of those things where it's like you don't want to advertise that. Be good, but why hand jobs specifically? Help. Because you, you because a guy can give himself a hand job and it's, it's like just one of those. Wow, things. that's a weird talent. Yeah, she's yeah. really good at hand jobs. <laughs> just, that is a weird talent. It is a weird talent. You know how you get that talent? You date a guy from the ages of fifteen to nineteen, a religious without guy. having sex with him. Oh, Jesus. yeah, a religious, you get amazing, pass. religious person. What's up, Mom like and Dad? An animal House. <laughs> Remember in Animal House, no. the, the preppy guy from the Dicky yeah. um, fraternity, like wouldn't have sex, and so his like weirdo <sighs> girlfriend was like, "Oh, Chad," here, or whatever his name was, and she's just like giving him. I'm hand gonna take jobs. off your pants. <laughs> Remove your pants. <laughs> you don't want people to know. <laughs> okay, that right. Didn't tell Got it. I'm gonna give you a hand job. I'm gonna give you a hand. <laughs> <laughs> My aunt said I should give you a hand job. <laughs> so take off so your pants. So wait. Pants. So you found out you have an oil leak in your truck well it's getting fixed right now that's why i'm driving a rental car now are you what kind of truck do you have i don't want to i have a stock a what's your truck. what's your license what's your license <laughs> where are number you and where are you from where, where were you born what's your address an hour away from here in why riverside california Ooh, isn't that the meth capital of california it kind of is yeah nice nice <laughs> i have a tr- i've just always you've always had, had a truck because you're a man well i used to camp a lot and uh, i have a question there's yeah. this photo of you on the internet that you put up sometimes of this guy climbing a rock. That's me. I know. Can you tell us about that? I'll see if I can find you on my phone. <laughs> it, show you, is this like lanky I used man? To teach, I used to be a rock climbing instructor. Uh, Steve Agee is one of the most hilarious comedians in <laughs> yeah, Los Angeles. Hilarious. He is of stage and screen, mm-hmm. and apparently he can fucking rock climb. No big deal. I, don't, um, I didn't know this. No, this is one thing I learned. Him. Next episode, I'm going to be like, do you know Steve Agee? He can rock climb. <laughs> you still haven't told it. So, okay, so you have a leak in your truck. So you learned that today. So that's there's all, a photo happening right all, now. That's me. Wow. Okay, so Steve, you had long hair. You um, you hung out in 
the desert in the yeah. sunset and you look like a guy that would wear a hemp necklace i would go live in joshua tree in the back of my truck and just rock climb for months when did you stop doing that i had a really bad accident what happened? really bad fall i fell climbing <gasps> with no ropes which holy was, shit went against everything i taught oh. and i really fucked myself up and uh, how I mad stopped. were you You're like i knew not to do that like i knew i, I couldn't get mad at myself because really? i was like well <laughs> what do you expect, idiot? Climbing without... Why were you climbing without a rope? Were you not wearing a condom when you were rock climbing? I was probably stoned. Oh. No, I didn't do that. Sure, sure. So wait, so you were climbing a rock face. What happened when you fell? Um, I dislocated my shoulder. I tore my rotator cuff. I broke a couple ribs. <sighs> and then I had to hike back like a mile to my truck and then drive a stick shift <gasps> with a dislocated shoulder. How old were you? It was like 24, maybe, 23, What was happening in your brain? Like, when you fell, were you like, oh, this is cool, it's a, just a bad dream? Or no, did you I realize it was reality? I don't even really remember. <gasps> were you alone? Yeah, yeah. Why were uh, you alone in the desert this. on a rock face like a like a weird like an little idiot. insect? Like a what were you fucking doing? Fucking lizard. Like a lizard. <laughs> like I just done it lizard. like so many hundreds of times before. Was this the first time you fell? Uh, without ropes, yeah. Oh, jeez. So when did you start getting into writing? When did you get into writing comedy? Were you like, well, my rotator cuff is fucked. I might as well use my brain. <laughs> no, well, I was also playing in a band at the time and uh, moved to L.A. to pursue music. That's why I first came here. Did you really? Yeah. Well, that's a new I that. idea. And then, um, and then that kind of fell through and I started dating a girl who's taking classes at the Groundlings. Uh-huh. And I went to a show and I was like... Fucking, I'm going to do comedy. Wait, what does she do now? Where is she? Real quick. I don't know. This, okay. I, uh, I think she's moved back to Minnesota. Oh. Ding dong. Are I, you from Minnesota? No, oh. but I think that she sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, good for her because she got me, you know, inspired yeah. me to start that. I bet she has two farty babies in a house. She has kids. I know that. Oh, they man. They fart a lot. Yeah. Kids fart a lot is always... That's the alley things children do. That's all they, they do. do is just fart and ruin your disgusting. life. I went to a birthday party for two-year-olds, and just the entire time it was like... It's like, oh, God, who farted? Oh, there's cake. Oh, God. <laughs> I went to a party where the people who were having the dinner party had just given their two-year-old child a bath, mm-hmm. and... Guests were still getting there, and this little kid was really hyper because there's all these strangers around. And at one point, he's in the living room, sprinting across the floor, and takes a shit. What? While he's naked, naked. and running, right on the living room fucking floor. It was That's the most like, disturbing thing I've ever seen. How did the seen. parents react? Because I, I would be like, oh, my dog is Everyone, just, I, no. th- th- I, this is a joke. I talk about this on stage, but everyone was like, oh, Billy, it's okay. Don't it's worry about okay. it. It's not okay. I was the only one going, That's not okay. (laughs) He shit on the floor. That kid shit on the floor. Normally. Also, the fact that people think like it's okay for their naked babies to run around and run out of strangers makes me a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Normally, you have to be schizophrenic to get away with that. Do you know what I mean? Baby. That's a baby. Schizophrenic. His dad was like, Steve, you can't say that. You can't say that in front of the kid. You'll embarrass him. I'm like, yeah, that's what keeps people from shitting on the floor. <laughs> Let's shame him. I would this love to guy. shit on the floor, but I would be yeah. so embarrassed. Let's shame him. Let's, Let's get him in a it. circle and shame can him. We call, can you call him? Let's I've rub heard, his I mean, face in it. Literally. So, you're, so you had a girlfriend at the time. She was the groundling. She's like, I'm over this. She moved back to Minnesota or wherever. Mm-hmm. And you kept doing comedy. Yeah, well, like, oh, I, really my first it. love was always comedy. When I was in sixth grade, I. When all my friends, you get to that age where you start like going and buying your own music, and yeah. 
all my friends were buying bands and music, you know, and I was buying comedy albums. Like, my first album was George Carlin. And oh, nice. Really? Yeah, all I bought was comedy albums when I was... What did your parents think of that? Um, did they even notice? I thought I was a little weirdo. They're like, oh, great, know. we have a nerd. Oh, great. Great, you made us a nerd. <laughs> Harold, you made us a nerd. <laughs> you made us a nerd. <laughs> I would love to overhear that that come from the basement or something. Yeah. So, um, so what happened? When, did you join the Groundlings or did you like UCB? Or? I enrolled in classes and started taking classes and I went through the whole program, you know, however long that took, like three or four years and then uh i got kicked out <gasps> why oh, no. did you fall off their wall did something well no after your last class they you know they all vote who goes into the sunday company Fuck them. and they're like nope <sighs> there's a there's a popularity contest in the comedy scene that's so yeah, antithetical yeah, yeah. antithetical i'm sorry <laughs> but, it was, it's oh. all fine. at the time it was horrible and depressing and but it got me into therapy, which was great. Oh, way to go. That's a good place to be. And um, I never would have met Sarah. If I was still at the Groundlings, I never would have met Sarah. Never Maybe they knew they were doing you a favor. No. How did you meet Sarah? I was doing a play that her friend wrote, and she came to opening night. Wow. And uh, we met and smoked a joint together, <laughs> and uh, the Bonded. rest is history. Can we talk about your videos where you masturbate to Thanksgiving foods? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hear that that's, that's part of what got me the job on our show. Okay, so Steve has a I video. Gotta stop eating these liquor. <laughs> he has some red vines. Red vines. <laughs> Steve has a video where he is sprawled out naked on a mattress and he is pleasuring himself. Um, and aloud, he's coaching himself, kind of. And the subject matter of his desire is Thanksgiving foods. And there's two videos. There's a Halloween one too. I I remember mostly the Thanksgiving one because it's a lot about mashed potatoes and yams. And I think you climax saying yams, fucking yams, yeah. and yams are delicious. Yeah, and I, I like remember yams. reading or learning that that video which you black barred over your crotch but I think there are a frame or two where you might be able to see some testicular action maybe oh yeah yeah oh yeah 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 can you tell us a little bit about those videos and how that changed your life I woke up one day and was like really bored and I would always borrow my friend's video camera and just make dumb videos of me like sitting in a like I think one of the first ones I ever shot was I had gotten a new computer and I had this giant box in the living room and I didn't know what to do with it so I made a video of me sitting in the box with using a frisbee as a, a steering wheel and just <laughs> pretending that I was driving while uh, um, some you know cream song played or no cocaine played in the background and um, Harold you made us a nerd and <laughs> Total nerd. We did. We made recreated a lot of these videos on Sarah, an episode of Sarah's show, but then, uh, yeah, one day I was like, oh, I'm gonna videotape myself masturbating to like hol- holiday themes, and the the first one I did was a uh, Halloween video where I wake up and I I just say to myself, oh my god, it's Halloween. You know what that means? And it's like a smash cut to me with a mask on my face, just jerking off, going, oh, little snicker bars, oh, oh no. fucking. Razor blade apples, oh, like anything that I can think of associated with Halloween, I'm saying while I'm jerking off. Are you actually jerking off in this? Tell no, 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 no. <laughs> You're lying. I'm absolutely not. What are you doing with the your second hand video? Like, I am the second okay. video. I am. <laughs> so, I was like, where else is this hand going to go? Truth and then at the end, out. I like look at the camera and I, in slow motion, say "boo," <laughs> and uh, that's awful. In the in the Thanksgiving one, I think I, I end it by saying gobble, gobble. It's yeah, so disturbing. I believe you do. I believe you do. But 
when Sarah started developing her show for Comedy Central, she was writing, you know, Brian Posehn's part and my part with us in mind. And uh, Comedy Central didn't know who I was. Nobody knew who I was. I was just writing at Jimmy Kimmel. And uh, Sarah's like, I'm not doing it if Steve wow. can't play Steve. Damn. And they said, well, we need to see him in something. We need to see oh, videotape no. of him in something. <laughs> and so those are the videos. Sarah called me up. She said, just fucking send a tape of oh, over to Comedy Central. how the studio system works. Because Clark Gable had uh, an 8mm of himself jerking off yeah. to, Christmas, to war was, footage. Right. <laughs> war footage. Fucking. <laughs> Let's get a gas mask bang, on. Bang. Yeah. Yeah. That's how the studio system worked. And then he got a picture deal. Yeah. So you got a job jerking off to Yams. I You're got a job American. from jerking off to <laughs> You're the I didn't American get a dream. job jerking off to Yams. Um, and then I have a question about your Twitter. Yeah. Is it true that you had a Twitter and then you just erased it? Yeah. What? I had a million followers and what? I deleted it. What the fuck? Tell me about the day you decided to erase your Twitter. I'd been wanting to delete my Twitter for a long time. I had a million followers, but like a lot of them were spam bots. Mm. And I had, had somehow ended up on a list where when people sign up to Twitter... They were automatically following me. I was on that list of people we recommend you follow. Yeah. But in the early days, if you didn't uncheck the box, you were automatically following them. So I was like getting thousands of followers a day <gasps> and um, who had no fucking yeah. idea who I was. And so daily I was just getting, you know, tweets like at replies going, who the fuck are you? You fucking idiot. Oh my like, God. And after like a year, I was like, I, this is really bumming me out. And I was working on a script with a friend and I was just too obsessed with Twitter. So I uh, just one day was like, fuck it. And I deleted it. How did it feel when you did that? It felt awesome. And I got a lot done, finished the script, but then Two weeks later, I think I went to the Scott Pilgrim premiere, and afterwards, all I wanted to do was tweet about it. And then um, I ran into Edgar Wright, who's like, well, why don't you just make another... That's the worst British accent. No, it's good. He's like, just make another Twitter. He's a Beatle. It's and I great. was like, all right. And I made another Twitter. Do you feel liberated? I just hit my own... I feel, be I feel better. <laughs> Allie, did you hear Allie's quiver in her voice when she said, how did that feel? Because the thought is like kills you it's weird it's like taking your kitten and throwing it in the river and you're like well that thing shit on the rug <laughs> I yeah. don't know I mean because like your kid does I mean I was thinking about it the other day and and we both have what we both have iPhones whatever we both have um, like technology at our fingertips and I was thinking about if all the time I spent on Instagram it's Facebook crazy. and Twitter it's was spent on a drug habit crazy. my friends and family would be like you're fucking up your life yeah. and I'd be like you're right but the amount of time that I am distracted by like friends and not friends on portals that I shouldn't be going down is insane. It's insane. Do you know that I told Allie this, that um, they found that like your, people's jawlines are changing because they're looking down into their, their fucking phone all the that time. That was her scare tactic. She's yeah. like, you're going to get a double chin if you keep looking at your phone. And then I, you know what? I thought about that. And I was like, do you know, people used to read before phones uh, and the angle was the same. But no, the thing was. is, people won't even notice if you do get a double chin because they're all fucking looking at their phones <laughs> and not at you. And the angle from your photo is like going to be a good one to doubt without yeah. your double chin. To doubt. So who cares? Okay. I'm that makes total so I'm gonna sense. bear. I'm essentially gonna. I'm gonna ride that risk. Okay. No, I need to not. But I mean, um, <laughs> do you, as a writer, mm. do you have any? Do you have any strategies to keep you kind of like on focus? Um, when I'm in the midst of writing something, I'll try and like actually, you know, mentally say, okay, no Twitter, no Facebook, no anything for the next, you know, week. 
and really work. And then that usually doesn't work out. So yeah. then it'll be like, okay, I'll wake up in the morning and write the first half of the day. So no Twitter or Tumblr or anything for the first half of the day. And y- you get a lot more done. That Do you way. actually adhere to that? Are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really? When I'm right. If like, if I don't have anything going on, I'll be on those things constantly. Yeah. But if I like have a deadline and have to finish something, then are you working on anything right now? Yeah. What are you working on? Tell us. I sold a show to FX. <gasps> oh my oh god. Oh my god, yes, I know about this. Yeah. Steve, you want to tell us about this? This is crazy. <laughs> Georgia, I don't think you know. You're gonna freak out. Yeah. yeah. I uh well not only was I a rock climbing instructor you know, <laughs> in my twenties, but in my teens I got sent to military school. Oh, I remember yes, I've heard about this. And uh I f- it finally paid off and I sold a, a show Fuck. based on my military school days. Is there someone who's going to be like Steven? Who's going to be someone who's kind There's of. There's going to be a, a Steve character, yeah. Do you get to cast him? Is he going to be yeah. all abs and just like flowing, creepy hair? <laughs> He's going to be that simply... kid you saw with the long hair and uh, like yeah. a surfer. I actually know. dated a guy who looked just like you when you were a kid. He's dead now. He's oh dead. my God. <laughs> Georgia, really quick, quick diversion. Georgia, how many of your ex boyfriends are dead? Just two. Oh, that's a lot. Just two? Yeah. Fuck, man. Georgia's got some dead ex boyfriends. But he looked just like you, but he was Jewish. Um, so who's going to play oh, you? Speaking of de- actually, speaking of. Oh, I want to talk about this. But I, I want to talk about speaking of death. We're going to quick diversion. Oh, this is a good speaking one. Speaking of death, because this is a slumber party. Slumber mm-hmm. party, Valley, Georgia. Yeah. Quick question. If your friends, if you died, and mm-hmm. your friends and family had to like go through your apartment. What's the most embarrassing thing that they would find in your apartment? Like the one thing that you'd be like, "Fuck, I died." Should have thrown that away. That should have thrown it out. Uh, well, it, it's. I'm really open, you know, like being a stand-up and and everything. I'm like so open on stage, and like I, nothing really would embarrass me, like them finding anything, except maybe like. Like if they found porn, that wouldn't bother me. Or if they found my pot, that wouldn't bother me. But I think that like them finding like wigs and shit, like you know, for when I shoot these dumb videos, I collect wigs and props. They'd they'd be like, "What the fuck was he what into? Of, was he a drag? Was he into drag? Like oh. I'll have dresses and shit." Harold, we made a trust. We, we made a sexually frustrated. Can I just man. say that you would absolutely guarantee the word um, eccentric would be in your obit? Oh yeah, yeah you've got that. Steve Ag, an eccentric performer. <laughs> Died of pot overdose. I found wigs in his so closet. Wait, Giorgio, if you if you're if you died and people went through your stuff, what would be the most embarrassing thing? Uh, I have a Hello Kitty vibrator. No, oh, I know that That's about you. Uh, super, <laughs> like my like my dad stayed at my house and I've been out of town and like I have this drawer full of like weird shit and I'm like fuck and I forget that and if he oh, I hope he doesn't like I hope he doesn't want to know because I think he doesn't want to know those things. If he opened that drawer, I don't have a vibrator. That's stupid. I don't have one. Do I you want one? She, I do think, an extra. <laughs> I have a boyfriend once that like got some weird sort of like dual thing that I was like, that's cool. <laughs> he was, I think he was gay, but it was, um, <laughs> and I think I threw that away after we broke up. But I don't have anything like of a sexual nature that's embarrassing. But I have journals. And oh. if they, my most embarrassing thing is if I died and then my family poured through like, look at these journals from 1998 when Allie really had some ambition. I gotta say, we're starting a, we're gonna start a blog when you die and just <sighs> post your journals. Oh, they're so embarrassing. That shit's hilarious. The prose is so florid and my ambitions are so unchecked and it would just be like, it would just be in bad cursive all about how like things I really wanted to do that I never 
never really accomplished, but almost did. Well, it's going to be called Posthumorous Alley. Oh, I sense a movie in this this idea right here. Yeah, this is a movie. When I um when I first moved into this apartment, I was dating a guy, and I'd only been dating him for a couple weeks. We're not dating anymore. He sucked. But um, (laughs) I went out of town, and I let him stay here for a day or two. And uh, I before I did, I took those journals and I hid them below the lining in my hamper. Wow. Because I knew that he'd never find them. And I should just burn them. I threw away I some threw mine away. I don't no. know, but they're so bad. Sometimes I think, like, maybe, I'll, maybe I'm going to return to these and find comfort. I think a lot about when I, when I was, like, 15, I threw away my, like, fucked up journal from, like, my really dark period. And I threw it away. And I fucking always think about some crazy garbage man who, like, took it out. Like, who has it now? There's, like, some garbage man who has it. I do have some files on my computer that were, like, because I'm, like, a crazy hypochondriac. Like, oh, really? Mental hypochondriac. Ooh, that's oh, yeah. And uh, every now and then when I, I will think that I'm dying, like, because I don't get headaches a lot. So when I do, I'm like convinced I have a tumor. It's yeah. so cliche to say that, but I really do think that I'm dying or, you know, back problems. I'll think, oh, my God, I have like a tumor in my spine or something. I'm dying. And I'll write what, what I refer to as death notes, wow. like to my family and friends. And then I'll leave them on the computer so that. When I die, they'll come in and find them, you know, and be like, oh, my God, it's just like, you know, telling everybody how much they mean to me and meant (gasps) to me. And and then I wake up, I'll wake up the next morning and I'll read them and I'll be like, what the fuck (laughs) is wrong with me? This is fucking insane. Were you high when you wrote them? No. Really? Yeah. I was okay. And I, and I want to talk a little bit more about your military school pilot. And I also want to talk about your involvement with Fiona Apple because I, you know her and I'm uh-huh. obsessed with her. And I've been, um, <laughs> I was talking about her new album, which is streaming it's now. Very good. And I was talking to someone about how her lyrics are like so, uh, revealing and dark and embarrassing, but amazing. And it's kind of like if you wrote in a journal drunk and then the next morning you like didn't want to read it, but you kind of had to. Mm-hmm. And it was like, like revelations that you kind of didn't want to confront. Yeah. Um, so I want to know what are you working on with her and then tell us about your pilot. I'm, I'm not, <laughs> or what I'm recording an album with you. No, uh, <laughs> I, no, we're just friends. I, uh, I opened for her at Largo. She came to a show I did with Zach Galifianakis. And then, uh, like a couple weeks later, she had a show at Largo. And so she asked Flanagan, the owner, if, if I would be interested in opening. And I was like, absolutely. With your stand up or like with, with like stand up? Yeah. Bop, like, yeah. <laughs> I've opened for a few musical acts. And, um, does that work out well? Like, do you, do you, at Largo, it works out great. I went, I used to go to Largo back on, in Fair, when I was on Fairfax. And I think I saw her there. And yeah. it was great. They really mix comedy and music great yeah. there. Like, it's a really good scene. And I, I've opened for her and like John Bryan Jesus. and, um, yeah. And I, even when I'm not performing there, I'll go and I photograph a lot of the, act, the comedians or You're musicians. A photographer. I'm a photographer. <laughs> I take photography. <laughs> so that, that's, that's how I know oh, her. And, uh, yeah. And then what kind of deadlines are, are you on for your pilot? How crazy is that? Still trying to figure that out. We really didn't, like finalize the deal until last week. Wow. What's it called? Do you have a name? We don't have a name yet. Are you going to be in it at all? Are you going to be anything Uh, in it? Maybe, you know, recurring like a teacher or something. Great. Um, You've got to do that. But yeah, we don't really have deadlines yet. We just turned in an outline for a pilot and if they like it, then we can write it. Who's your writing partner? His name is Rob Schraub. Oh, Oh, I did not realize Rob Schraub. Rob Schraub of Channel 101 and a million other things. Yeah, co-creator of the Sarah Silverman program. 
His wife is uh, editing our yeah. web series. Can I tell you something about Rob Schraub? Yeah. I've sat on his bidet. <laughs> he has a bidet in his home. Oh, that's well, his wife, Kate. It's a toilet bidet, con- one of those combos. Like, if it has a nozzle that squirts at my butt, that is a bidet. <laughs> yeah, or a true. dolphin. It's one yeah. of the two things. <laughs> and he has, his wife, Kate, is hilarious yeah. and a awesome. great like performer yeah. and editor and writer of her own right and she's editing for George and I for our web series mm-hmm. and so we went over to their home and I was like this is a really kick-ass bidet and apparently Sarah Silverman has the same bidet and that's, that's why, why it a Japanese it. I think it's a Japanese mm-hmm. thing I yeah. want to get one it's really? pretty awesome uh, what no you, what do you have against butt washing I have nothing against butt washing but like, like germs Ger- it's just what it just feels- it's anti it's a washing mechanism yeah, yeah. the opposite of germs but it, fa- it falls back <laughs> around itself wait a I minute I'm wait sorry. a minute I'm crazy okay, germs are gross okay, no I get it um, fucking germaphobe too this is a, okay this is a slumber party uh-huh. and oh, pranks yeah. happen at slumber so parties let's go to bed can I can I remind everyone once again that we're in a pillow we fort in a- also this is I think my I feel like the fact that we built a pillow fort even though this is not a video podcast is it fosters a sense of a lot about nocturnal us. intimacy yeah. I know I was when you told me you were actually doing this in a pillow fort that you built in your living room, I was like, oh, okay, it's a video podcast. No. Mm-hmm. And then, no. uh, it's an audio podcast. It's yep. Totally. What's <laughs> <laughs> up, y'all? We just wanted to set the this scene. Is amazing. We just want to get comfy. But um, slumber parties have pranks a lot. And I wanted to know. Pranks a lot. Pranks, pranks a lot. <laughs> pranks for nothing. Pranks much. Pranks, pranks come again. Pranks so much. Pranks and beans. Hey. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, Allie. What were you saying? I'm still thinking of a better pun than that. Oh, Allie is obsessed. Prank Caliendo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if he started his own prank show, you could call it Prank Caliendo. <laughs> I'm going to be thinking about this forever. Oh, God, uh, Prank Zappa? Prank Zappa. Ooh, prank Zappa's pretty good. Mothers of Invention. Right. Um, this is going to hit me later, and I'm going to be embarrassed yeah. if I think about it earlier. Okay, pranks. Go. Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. And prank. And prank. Because she was baptized. You brought it back around, Nellie. She was just up in the attic just being like, what am I pretending? start speaking German <laughs> what's the cruelest prank that's ever been played on you or that you've you played on someone else uh, well when I was in military school there was a kid who was like he's a Jamaican kid and he was really embarrassed to shower in front of everybody because oh. we had community showers you know there oh. weren't stalls or anything oh. and so it's like prison. he would set his alarm clock for like 4.30 in the morning oh. and get up early and shower and then, you know, because then we'd have to wake up at five. So he'd beat everyone to the showers. And when I found this out, I, me and my friend uh, Murph started sneaking into his room at about like two in the morning oh, when he was asleep. Steve. And then we'd set his clock ahead so it would say 4.30 in the morning. And then his alarm would go off. He'd get up and go downstairs and shower oh. at like 2, 2.30 oh, in the morning. And so God. while he was downstairs showering... We'd go back into his room and set his clock back to the correct time. So he thought he was losing his fucking mind. Oh we did it all the fucking time. Did he ever find out? No. Did you ever feel bad? I mean, he obviously found out, like, it, you know, because the company commander would walk in and be like, what the fuck are you doing? It's two in the morning. Oh, my God. That poor um, but kid. we did it, like, you know, for a year. So like, when did he kill himself? Weeks. Yeah, yeah. What age? Yesterday. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. 
that's okay. You've got a leak in your truck. Everyone's got problems. Bang. Um, what? Um, why was he? Why did he have such nude shame? Did he have a weird wang? Well, it's, no, it's you know you're a teenager. Like everything's weird, embarrassing when you're. Did a anyone teenager. take showers in the PE locker? Let me tell you the worst part. Yeah. When I got there, the. The most disturbing thing to me about military school was my first day walking into the bathroom and seeing there were no toilet stalls. Oh. Just a line of fucking toilets along the way. You have to poop next to each you other? You have to poop in front of where everyone can see you. You can just all hold hands and poop. That's terrible. Yeah. You I mean, can sit is... and have a conversation with somebody. I don't like that. It's the fucking worst. So are you like... A- I, that's not I, I know this stories. is an audio podcast, but I want you to know that my mouth is... Yeah, ag- Allie yeah. is... I am I up right now. It is. Appalled. I lived in the dorms my freshman year of, of college, yeah. and I was him. I would set my... I would be up until 2, 3 in the morning and be like, are we clear? <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I would shower yeah. and use the bathroom in every kind of capacity that a person would need to. For the first six months, I would only go to the bathroom like it in the middle of the night. What if someone walked in and they had the same idea as you? Yeah, and you guys... And then it was just two of you, so it's even more... Like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll wait outside till you're uh, done. I would rather shit in the bushes. Yeah. Then go sit. I'd rather next shit to... my pants and just throw them away. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I would. If, if someone's like, "Would you rather sit next to Jeremy from your calculus class and shit next to him or wear a diaper?" I'd be like, "Diaper." Diaper. Dur. Diaper. I don't know. That sucks. What did you do to get yourself in military schools? You killed. Yeah. Someone? I got kicked out of a few schools. I had a bit of a drinking problem. When you were like five. When I was like sixteen. Wow. Yeah, fifteen, sixteen. Now that you look back on it, were you just rebellious or were you fucking alcoholic? I don't think I was an alcoholic because I quit. No problem. Like yeah. I don't. Yeah. I can drink and have no problem. But like, I definitely had some kind of. You know, issues. There was back an issue then. Like, there. Yeah. I was really shy and bashful and like afraid Aww. to talk to girls. And then a couple seniors got me drunk one night mm-hmm. and I was like immediately had no fear, would talk to anybody. Yeah. Was the life of the party. Yeah. And that was it for me. I was going to school drunk every day. <gasps> could people I would, tell? My friends could. Oh. I would my daily routine would be to stop at seven eleven on the way to school, get a big gulp. Empty half of it out, or only fill half the cup, and then fill the other half with rum. How did you get rum? Yeah, you were six. I, I had people that would buy it for me. Oh. He had and people. He had people. I had people. My people bought it for me. Wow. And so I would go to class drunk all day. So, do you think? Because we were talking to uh, our last guest, uh, Cool Up, about this. Do you think cool that up. there's a certain like darkness? Stretch those legs out. Yeah. Um, <sighs> do you think there's a certain darkness that drew you to comedy, where you sort of like, ugh, I need a release, I need some kind of relief from um, the emotions? It's definitely like. A second form of therapy, you know what I mean? Like, I've I've never been more open and honest, you know, as I have been since starting stand up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I had a lot of secrets growing up, and you know, now they're like, funny now. Nothing is a secret to me. Are you ever afraid that like your friends or family will hear something that you're saying and and think less of you? Or are you just completely like no? I used to be worried there. like that my parents would see you know shit that i was doing and be like what the fuck did we raise he's a monster yeah um but you can also blame you, it what can you do it's you cool know? that you can be like no it's just part of my act and you can kind of get yeah a lot you, more yeah absolutely i also and if your parents are saying what the fuck is he doing then they swear too so it's all good <laughs> right 
Ponce. I said, <laughs> I'm in my. I'm over thirty, and I've said the f word once in front of That's my parents. Crazy, my mom which is taught crazy. me Crazy. I say it I say so it much all the time. Me too. I'm a really perverse person, and my family has. I don't think any idea. And actually, I started writing for the LA Weekly, which is a very liberal paper. You can write whatever. Love the LA Weekly. And um, that was like my first column in my family. They're all journalists, and my parents were like, "Oh, good for you. We're going to read your stuff." And then my mom sent me an email, and she's like, "We're very." happy for you. We're not reading anything that you're writing, but we're very happy. <laughs> and I think she wrote, I think she read something objectionable. So I don't know. I mean, I guess there's a certain freedom. Are you just like, was there an age where you were like, fuck it. I don't care what anyone thinks. Yeah. Not till my thirties though. Like, even though I moved uh. out in my twenties, like I was still really kind of like afraid of my parents. But now that I'm like, like I'm a, I'm the age my parents were yeah. when they had me. Yeah. Like I can say and do whatever the fuck. It's a very liberating feeling. And another thing that I love doing now is like when I visit my parents is just telling them stories of shit I did oh, that I love they that. didn't know. Oh, I, lo- oh, like, I love that. I drove around with my dad, you know, last year. And uh, I was like, hey, you, do you guys remember that really old Mercedes you had? Do you know that one night oh. I took it to a party with... Uh, my friend Matt and Jimmy Gillespie and Jimmy Gillespie projectile vomited all over inside of the car twice. Oh He's my like, God. Nope, didn't know. I, I told laughing. my dad that I when he'd pay me $20 to clean his apartment when I was like 14 and I was like and I've told him now like I was on meth dad when I used to clean your fucking oh, apartment shit. and they don't my parents are cool so they're no. like and I'm nor- and I'm fine now so it's yeah. okay on meth 14 operative part well, of that. They were fun. Like, the best way to clean. Yeah. It yeah. really is. It is the best. Get a lot done. Every once in a while, I'm like, do I know anyone that has Adderall? Because I have to clean my blind. <laughs> I am not motivated <laughs> at all. At all. Um, yeah, it's cool when you realize your parents are just humans and like yeah. fallible. Fallible? Am I saying that right? Yeah, I Thank you. you are. Fallible ones at that. That's um, your, your secret of um, cleaning an apartment on meth. Super secret talent. Do you have any secret talents? As long as we're slumber partying, any secret talents we should know? You double jointed? No, I can. Can you, you know, I mean, most people don't know that you know I was a musician, so like, I was yeah. just playing music. What did you play? What do you play? I played bass and guitar, but mostly bass. Nice. Do you? I can, just, I can slap and pop on a bass. Oh my you god! You can make all kinds of porn soundtracks. Yeah. Yeah. In a second. <laughs> Do you ever do you does your brain think in music? Does it think like no. mathematically or I wish it did. Do you just were you just in it for the chicks? Uh you're in it for the, the jam session. Kind of. Well, I'll tell you what, I saw Jane's addiction in oh, yeah. nineteen eighty either eighty eight or eighty nine here in LA and like it really changed my life. Like the next day I bought a bass. I was like, fuck, that was crazy. Where'd you see them play? Flea at is the, amazing. John Anson. <laughs> oh my god! I'm at kidding. The John Anson Ford Theater up no on, way. near the Hollywood yeah, Bowl. So you were like, I'm, I'm in, I'm in that. It was the I'm most on. aggressive. Like now, you know, it's kind of Jane's addiction, whatever. But like back then, there was like they really there was nothing like them. I was into you know Oingo Boingo and like Howard Jones and shit, and then like they came along. James is actually came alive. It's like, yeah, it's I the remember most that. fucking angry, aggressive shit I've ever seen. And so kind of like, but sweet and poetic as yeah. well. It was so lovely. And I was like, I'm buying a bass. I wore a James. I wore James addiction shirt to my first day of high school. Did you really? And I left in the middle of school. In the middle of your first day of high school. 
Georgia, yeah. you're such a good clean, reader. To clean, so to clean. <laughs> you're such a good reader. I'm such a good reader. <laughs> what happened? What? Where it happened? Um, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, um, what's your secret talent, Allie? My secret talent is that I. Well, it's not really a talent. It's it's um, like a neural process. But um, <clears throat> I have this thing called synesthesia. Have you ever heard of this? No. It's um, Georgia knows about it, mm-hmm. but I have this thing called synesthesia, which is. Um, the neural pathways in your brain like connect in ways that they shouldn't so you remember like I remember numbers by color and I remember dates by color she can tell you any date that something happened and it's like in a stupid fucking really, rain really man. creepy so it's like like um like it, yeah like uh zeros are black ones are white twos are red threes are green and there's oh, no way I'm jealous around about it. that there's no I way around it and, so, and I remember how the year is laid out in a shape so if you ask me like um if you ask me when certain things happen, I can tell you exactly what date because I know what color it was and what shape it was. And it's really creepy and it creeps people out. And sometimes I hide it from people because I know too much. <laughs> Is that what Mary Lou Henner has? She has some. That's a good question. She has um, a really highly developed autobiographical memory, which um, a she lot only of remembers stuff that happened to her. Happened to days. her. But a lot of synesthetes apparently have that as well, especially people who have temporal synesthesia. Like I, I remember more than most people think that you would. So it creeps yeah. people out. But it's handy for... Sure. Like, Georgia called me and she's like, what? remember that day we went to Stories Cafe and we wrote, what day was that? I got a parking ticket that day and I only have 90 days. And I'd be like, oh, that was April 9th. <laughs> it was because it was Fuck, yellow. That's am- it's I'm so jealous crazy. of that. It's creepy. That's my... What's your secret talent, Georgia? Oh, I thought it was cleaning on meth. I was cleaning on meth. No, it's... Uh, <laughs> it's doing meth. Uh, I, I guess I, I did go to court reporting school so I can write like a stenographer? Yeah, I, re- I can write on a stenographer machine, like, quick. Fuck, like, 180 cool. words per minute. You have to get to 210 to pass, and I fucking never got to that. When I met Georgia, she's like, yeah, I moved to LA to become a court reporter. I'm like, that's really interesting, because everyone here is like a performer, has a fucking podcast, or no, is a comedian. That. And then Georgia's like, this court reporting sucks. <laughs> I was like, all right, leave that. That would be... That's some tedious shit, too. It's kind of fascinating, though. It's it's, it's like math. It just lines up. Georgia loves... My college loves- roommate's mom was a stenographer. Yeah. I make a lot of money. Georgia loves crime. So sitting oh, in a yeah. courtroom, like hearing about crime's awesome. But you know what? You would get assigned to like tort law and it would be all about like weird landlords and What's shit. What's that bar in, on Hyperion that's got like all the, the Hyperion Tavern? Yeah. Is that the one with yeah. all the like books It used to be of, cuffs. Uh, love it. Yeah. Are you, you into are you into real true crime? Are you into that? No. Yeah, I my favorite show though is Locked Up Abroad. Oh my god, it's what bananas. Locked I know exactly what the show's it's about. It's so depressing. It'll make you never want to leave your house. It makes you not want to go to other countries for Do, sure. My dad had a friend from high school who went to Thailand to like quote unquote make a documentary and got <sighs> caught with drugs and went to fucking Thai prison for like eighteen years. I and know. It's bananas now. Guess Fuck. when I heard that story? I heard that story the day before I boarded a plane to Thailand. <laughs> Hey, Allie, have a great time. Oh, did I tell you? My dad's got this friend. I want to go to Thailand. Have you been? No. Um, it's, I've been to a lot of places. I haven't been to Thailand. It's gorgeous. It's uh, it's chaotic. It's smelly. It's, oh, I have stopped through there, like on my way to other places, but like not, didn't spend a lot of time. Just banging some cocks. There's some hor- horrific shit that happens in Thailand, like oh, yeah. in Bangkok. Oh, yeah. There's some really gross shit. There's some terrible, terrible things. I had a, I went there with a boyfriend who I hope does not know what podcasting is but um, I went there with a boyfriend and uh, we'd been dating for about a year and a half and and we ca- accidentally walked through the red light district um, in Pat, a, uh, Pat Pong Road I don't wow. remember but I do remember you it's, it's like a street I'm glad that you know that by heart just in case you have to ask a taxi driver 
Well, yeah. Get me there. Yeah. Me but, and my friends went through there like the one night that we were. Uh, one night in Bangkok. One night really, in Bangkok. Yeah. It makes we had your... a taxi driver. We're like, we have one night. Take us to the worst place uh, in town. And it was fucking disgusting. Yeah. Who sang that song? Was that Jane's Addiction? No, no, one night no, in kidding. Bangkok. <laughs> <laughs> I don't catch up. Was it? No, no, no it was one of those Bangkok. weird synth bands. But I had a weird. I had like the the boyfriend that I went with like failed to be able to discuss like um how like international prostitution affects feminism, and I was like mm, I can't date you anymore. He was like it's their choice, right? Do not wear noodles? And I was like I think they're I exploiting break. men. Yeah, they're not yeah. being exploited. Speaking of fucking. Can we talk about fuck that? Fuck that? Let's talk about fuck that. Fuck that. Okay, so George and I have a a slumber party game called fuck that. And it's um, one thing that you are really pissed off about. Like, fuck that. And one thing that you you love so much, you're like, I would fuck that. Is there anything that you're super pissed off about? Like, fuck that. Uh, uh, Yeah, what we were talking about earlier with the you know the smartphones and people always like looking i really more and more like get so bummed not even mad anymore but like sad when i'm like if i'm like sitting at a light in my car and i just look around and like people at the bus stop are looking down at their phone the guy in the car next to me looking down and (gasps) people just like like i just i'm hyper aware of it i think do you do that too I I don't do it as much as most people, but uh, yeah. I have to say there, it's totally, it's like a bummer when nobody looks up and looks around at the world anymore, and then is constantly on their phone. But don't you think that that's symptomatic of like a, some kind of anxiety disorder, of like wanting to check out or wanting to like it's find definitely super, not going to change. It's not good. people are not going to go back to not looking at their fucking phones. Yeah, you think so? Do you have any yeah. re- any remedies for that? Uh, delete no, your Twitter like, account. Just, Put your phone in your fucking pocket and don't look at it until you're at home. There's that like dinner party game where everyone has to put their phone on the table, and the first person who um, picks their phone up has to pay the whole bill. Whoa! Isn't that great? Yeah, I would be paying a lot of dinner (laughs) bills, I think. And then also get slapped in the face. Also a slap in the face. And then and then everyone at the table has to put their leftovers into a bowl and then mix them (laughs) together. And that fucking person has to eat. eat And they get bent over a bench. (laughs) What happens next? Then they get an enema toilet that has so many germs on it. It's not germs. It's it's cleaning. No, Georgia. Anything that you're like, fuck that, fuck that, fuck that. Uh. You Can know, I say something? Yeah, go. Nails. What about nails? fingernails? Girls. Fuck oh, you. Fuck that. I love so many girls who love their nails. You have so a I feminist don't... stance about this. Well, here's a fucking deal. I'm sorry I'm swearing so much, but fuck that. Like, if, if women, there's some sort of like, I feel like someone's steering the ship toward girls caring more about manicures. And it's like, if girls took the time and the money that they spent on getting snazzy manicures snazzy. and waiting for them to dry and read the news or helped an old person, the world would be a better place. And I don't like when trends are sort of steered toward a waste of time and money. And I feel like this, there's like a nail trend of like, check out my Well, nails. you could say the same thing about like shaving. Like, isn't there a crass song no. that's like, mm. that shaving is like a feminist, like a way for men to control women in their time. Probably. Well, yeah, mm. actually, if you look, we're right next like to my Like women bookshelf. shaving? Women shaving. Like downstairs shaving? Anywhere. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah. Like legs and armpits and we're, stuff. Like, we're inches away from my bookshelf and there's a book by Naomi Wolf called The Beauty Myth that talks all about how it's like, hey, you know how you're supposed to try and look good all the time? That's actually just men controlling your time. What about the fact that we like to look, I feel good looking good? Well, I mean, I like not having hairy legs, don't get me wrong, but I don't think that I need to have individual pictures of cats or all the Brady Bunch <laughs> characters painted on my 
nails all the yeah, time. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> like bedazzled nails. No, and, like, fuck that. Yeah. Spend that time I'm doing like something. Around. I know. Now you're gonna. No, you guys don't I mean, have bedazzled nails. I have like black fingernail polish on right now. But like, fuck that. Like any Ooh, Dave like, Navarro designs. here. <laughs> I have a goatee also. A major flavor saver and guy liner on. So um, that's my fuck that. That oh pisses God. me off because I feel like if if you invest that time in learning, you'd be a better person, Georgia. Oh, I don't have one. I like everything. No, I don't. Uh, my mm. neighbors have been locking their tiny, adorable dog that they like rescued from the pound in their house all day while they've been gone. And like, yeah, the barking is annoying, but also like, is the dog better off now that it's been rescued and it's being locked in a fucking room all day? Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck that. Fuck that. Let the dog's out adorable. in the streets. <laughs> Give it twenty bucks and let it yeah. go out in the street for the day. Get It'll a come burrito. Back. We'll see what six. Go to Yucca's. Do you have any pets? I don't have any pets. Are you allergic? I'm allergic to some animals, some animals, it, like it's really for me, it's just like trial and error with pets. I like, feel like talking about allergies on a podcast means like you've gone downhill. No, yeah. No, no, it's a, it's a definite social issue. <laughs> I'm allergic to love. I'm allergic to unconditional love. I was like, ugh, this thing still loves me? You're not even this paying attention. thing, ugh. <laughs> it's not true. Fuck I that. keep thinking about getting an animal and then I just keep thinking about the two, my two least favorite things in life are hair and shit and that's what the worst, produce. The fucking worst. I, I had love a, them, but... I had a roommate like 10 years ago who uh, was a... It still is a stand-up comedian and like he really wanted a snake yes. but he didn't want to take care of it so for fucking Christmas he bought me a fucking snake what? He's, like just so he would have a snake in the house he's like hey man I got you a snake that's dick. what a dick like, great what kind of snake was it a corn snake oh of course it was a corn snake was it like russet colored uh yeah, it was very earth tony. Yeah, where is yeah. it now? It died. Yeah, you have to How feed those things die? mice, baby mice, when they're kids. What a yeah. dick. Do you have to feed a pinky mice? Uh-huh. Uh huh. FYI, if you've never owned a snake or dated a guy named Braun with a mohawk who owned a snake <laughs> in 1995, <laughs> say what? Um, the cor- corn snakes <laughs> to eat. <laughs> That's true. Um, you have to feed them pinkies, which are baby tiny yeah. infant mice that have no hair or fuzzies, which are a little bit older, depending on the size. And then you just throw a whole chicken in there. Mm-hmm. What? Live chicken or, or uh, such a bummer. Cats don't. You don't need to feed cats that. Yeah, just feed them a can of fucking a can food. of snakes. You tender vittles. Yeah. Tender vittles. That's yeah. all. Um, fancy, is there fancy feeds? Fancy feeds. Is there anything that you really like so much that you're like, oh, I would fuck that? Um, it can be a thing. It can be a person. It can be a song. I know that the thing I hate most is people and their smartphones, but I also kind of fucking love. <laughs> My iPhone. You're a monster. I am a a fucking monster. monster. (laughs) No, I don't know. Um, You guys do yours, and maybe I'll have. You have a love hate relationship. You have a crazy Sid and Nancy, Ike and Tina Turner relationship with your smartphone. You hate it, and you want to fuck it. Yeah. Oh, you know Joshua Tree. I love fuck. I fucking love Josh. I've never been there. Why do people like it? I could fuck that desert. Why do people like it? What's the draw? I don't know. What do you do? I don't know why other people like it. To me, it's just. I mean, I've been going there for like 25 years. Do you do? Kawanda, what's it called? Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. No, I do mushrooms out there sometimes. Can you tell us what ayahuasca? What Ayahuasca? It's based on like a root or a bark. It's you know it grows in South America and they mix it and they do a ceremony. It's a hallucinogen. You you ingest it and drink it and have the smoke blown in your face and then you go on a horrific, horrific (laughs) drug trip. Do people do that in Joshua Tree? It sounds like the first no, day. No, I don't think so. Okay. Mostly mushrooms and pot. Is it? What do you like about it? Is it the desolation? 
Is it a lunar landscape? What? Yeah, it's the landscape and like, yeah, just the isolation. And uh, I have a lot of friends that live out there, like musician friends that live out there and stuff. Can I crash on their floor? Yeah, you would love their floor. Do you want to know something crazy? Hmm. Okay, and uh, this is a thing that I would like to fuck, actually. I would fuck that. Um, George and I got approached by a motorcycle company that makes sidecar motorcycles. Oh, Oh, don't even get me. I fucking love sidecar motorcycles. They're going to lend us one one indefinitely. Yeah, their name is Ural. You are. I know that. You are AL. They make. They're based in. I think up north. They make fucking sidecar motorcycles like old looking ones yeah old, like the world awesome war Two. totally yeah and they're I've like seen them. Yep. we'll get you some rider lessons you can have a long term loan and so now I'm like where am I going to tear off to am I going to go to the desert and put camping gear in the Josh, sidecar no you're putting me in the sidecar you dick you, you said you wouldn't fuckers, ride in the sidecar I want one can they get me one I'll talk yeah. to someone there but oh, I think that we are going to get one this I love summer them. And, yeah. it's, and how fucking amazing is that I think we're going to do that I don't know how to ride a motorcycle. I'll learn. It's got extra wheels. I used on to have it. a motorcycle. Is it hard? No, no, it's very it's easy. What kind of motorcycle did you have? I had a 1977 Honda. Cute. 550. Yeah. Oh, nice. 550cc's. I don't know what that means, but I think it's cool. <laughs> it's a little weak for someone. I had a 125. Biggest me, but oh, that's yeah. tiny. Would you ride in the sidecar if I if I like like vroomed a motorcycle into the? Totally, dark? but I would also love to fucking. Ride one. Ride a motorcycle. Everyone want. No one wants to ride, bitch. I would. Ride, <laughs> you can put me in the basket. I don't give a fuck. Like but a it, for me, it's not about riding, bitch. It's also like I have, you know, what my therapist calls control issues. Like mm-hmm. I have a hard time just being a passenger oh in the God. car. You were the third person today to tell me I have a hard time being a passenger in a car. What is really? wrong with you guys? I, I will know. sit shotgun until I rot and grow into the fabric because of Because what if you do something <laughs> wrong? Yeah. I don't no. want to die because of someone else's mistake. Yeah, I too. trust people way too much. Yeah, I don't trust I'm anyone. really like, so if someone lies to me and I find out later, I'm like, why would they lie and not just tell me the truth? I'm an idiot is what I'm saying. They? I would die in the wild. Have you ever been in a car accident? Many car accidents. Really? I was in a Volkswagen bug that flipped <gasps> end over end three times. <gasps> oh my God. Did you die? Yes. <laughs> you are interviewing a ghost. Actually, because this is a slumber party. Fuck that. <laughs> Do you believe in ghosts? <sighs> I, don't, I don't know. You want to, right? You want I someone want to convince to. you. Don't, don't know. You do or you no, don't. No, I don't know. Mm. I, I want to. I've heard some awesome stories. Yeah. I love watching all the ghost shows. Do you think this apartment that we're in right now? I don't think it's impossible, but I have no proof. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you think this apartment that we're recording this in is haunted? If there was an apartment that was haunted, it could definitely be this one. Yeah. my We're shooting this. We're shooting. We're taping this in my apartment in this pillow fort, and this place is so haunted. It's so great. It has a Murphy bed. It's like super old Art Deco. She the address flies around. Is. Should I not tell people that? She does not fly around. I was in the bathroom the other night brushing my teeth, and all of a sudden, uh, a bobby pin fell out of the dish that I keep bobby pins in. And I was like, I don't know how that happened. Ignore it. Like what? A, <laughs> it was a dish. What a bummer! If that was like you had ghosts and that was the extent of their like letting you know that they're there. Oh, like what a bummer! I know. How hopeless are they? Like fry some eggs on my counter. I don't want to fucking. Do you know how awesome that'd be? Like these for me? Yeah, Go for it. Yeah. You want any eggs? I fried them on the counter. Like, I want to see you go. Like I want to. I honestly, I want them to be real. I, but I want to yeah. like wake up in the night and see a fucking figure standing at the foot of my bed. I do fucking you? would love. I've to seen see that, it. and I still don't fucking believe it. You know why? Why don't you? Well, wait. Because there's you see at the foot of your bed. I saw uh, a 
person once when I was a kid. But this is what I think. It was my uncle. Look, just like my uncle nude. (laughs) And he was saying, Georgia, you want us. No, I just feel like, okay, that book Spook by Mary Roach. It's right right there. Oh my God, I just met her. You did? Oh, oh she's so rad. Oh, Mary Roach. I would fuck Mary Roach. That's I interviewed tough. her for when I was a writer at the LA Times, and I've never been so nervous interviewing anyone. She's, she's so if cool, anyone's right? not hip to she Mary is the Roach. outer space yeah. stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. backing from Mars. Really cool. But she had a story in there Gosh, about how great. this family thought that their like, new, like creepy old house was being haunted, and then it turns out that there was a fucking gas leak, and they were all going crazy, and that's the point of it. And like no, when you see stuff, amazing. there's like yeah, there's like the wavelengths in the fucking the, our, our ears and the little you know hairs in our ears are so sensitive that kind of thing. Our vision is so sensitive. I don't believe it I don't trust it I don't think our vision is sensitive do you know how many people ugly people get fucked all the time uh, that's Thank God. the worst thing ever. Wow. No, but I feel like I, I don't think I, I think there's other things that we're sensing that aren't like necessarily sounds or sights. But Mary Roach, if you're listening to this and you don't know her, it's she's read bonk or spook or really stiff. Cool. How, where did you meet her? I met her at Max FunCon up in like Arrowhead, uh, you know, Jesse Thorne's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't you know, know the words you're saying. <laughs> Jesse Thorne from Sound of Young, Young America mm-hmm. and Jordan oh. Jesse Go. Uh, once a year, they do like a retreat <gasps> for all the comedy nerds. Oh, wait, my like God. Arrowhead. Our, our invite must have gotten lost in the garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> so I went up to perform wow. and, uh, with like Maria Bamford and uh, I hate you. some other people. And Mary Roach was up there, you know, <sighs> she talked. You. you know for like an hour I was just in a corner and jerk off yeah I want to punch you in the face right now oh sorry no out of out of next um, year we'll drive our little sidecar for real out of affection and jealousy that's great um yeah. do you like Los Angeles overall I do now there was you know about eight years where I fucking despised <laughs> sounds it. about right you <laughs> know the struggling years that were like I was like Every other month, I was like, I gotta fucking move. I I can't. Which is why I ended up going to Oregon for a year, you know. Ashland, what made you stick it out? Don't know what else to do. When you got on the Sarah Silverman show, were you like, this is it? I'm good to go. I still didn't. I was still like really skeptical and like, I hope this fucking lasts. You're like, this is a show that will buy me a bidet. Just wait. Four seasons. Just wait. Um, do we have a... I'm trying to think of our... We had one more game for you. It's not really a game. Oh, we had... Actually, speaking of slumber parties and crushes, do you have an internet crush that you've never met? Oh. Do you have um, a, a burning crush on? I kind of have a crush on Rachel Maddow. Oh, yeah. Oh. But I met her, like, at, you know, backstage at, like, Bill Maher once. What does she do for you? I just think she's awesome. She's really funny and smart as shit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. She doesn't, and she's no threat because she doesn't like guys. Yeah. Do you know how many times I've seen an image of her in glasses and a hoodie flash on the screen? I'm like, that guy's hot. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And then I realize that he's even hotter because he knows about politics. Uh, and then no. she, it's, he's so even good. more out of reach. Why is that? Why there's she's so out of reach? I did that last night. I was at a storytelling event for the Central Library, and there was a guy in the audience, and I was telling my story, and I kept getting distracted by this fucking guy in glasses with this cute hair. Oh my and, god! And uh, and he came up and introduced himself, and she was a. Uh, 
the partner of another storyteller. Oh. <laughs> wow. And I was like, you're so my type. You have shaggy hair. You've got glasses. You little sneakers. And you're a woman. <laughs> that happens to me all the time. I think I... I think it's I, God's cruel joke on you. It really yes. is. It's God... Fuck, it's these God. jelly beans are good. We have, a, we have a huge barrel of jelly beans. So many jelly beans. My foot... Oh, sorry. My foot's George, do you have an internet crush? Um, do I have an internet crush? Would you? Well, I have an internet crush on Rob Delaney, even though he has a baby oh, and a wife. And, and you've met him in real and life. And I've met him. But everything that comes out of his stupid finger holes, out of his mouth holes, through his fingers. Funny dude. It's just really like, funny. you're so... You're so... <laughs> he's so fucked up and disgustingly sexual and so nice when you meet him. Yeah. So I'm like, ugh. He is... Couldn't be more different than I know. his Twitter. And yeah. I hate him for yeah, that. Yeah, it's weird. I hate that he's like the most depraved, rapey, hilarious voice on Twitter. And then he's like, hey, so nice. I've got a wife and a baby. Do you know who I have a, an internet crush on is the girls who do the um, the Stuff You Missed in History Class podcast. Really? Sarah Dowdy and Dibbling the Checkerboardy. I don't know what her name is. I just know like how she says it Dibbling on the podcast. Or, I don't know. But they do like the nerdiest podcasts about like just crazy stupid like who is the real Indiana Jones? And we'll just do like a half hour podcast about that. It's just cool. great history stuff. Cool. cool. We're gonna get them in our fort. I emailed one of them once and she emailed me back and I kind of freaked out. <gasps> yeah. What'd she say back? Um, Don't you love that when you yeah. just like tweet at somebody that you like like or admire or like have a crush on yeah. and they write back and uh, like, oh, 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 they know who I am <laughs> flush if I get a favorite from someone I'm like oh, you know <laughs> oh we're so fragile I know oh our egos oh our dumb 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 egos well where can we find you if we want to um, if we want to stalk you online what's the best place to stalk your whereabouts Steve Agee Twitter that's my Twitter. You're on Steve Instagram Agee. too. You I'm Instagram. on Instagram, which is also at Steve Ag. And uh, I follow the fuck out of you on Instagram. I'm like, Ugh, look at likewise. Him. Look at him. Look at what he's doing right now. What a uh, dick. Solo cups poised. I can't deal. Georgia will not join Instagram. Uh, I love. I almost. I think I might like Instagram better than Twitter now. Why? Yeah. Why? You don't I'm have a to... visual person. I think. But don't. Does, okay. People partying without you. Pictures of that. That's one thing that kind of bums me right? out sometimes. I'm like, oh. That's where all my friends yeah, are. They're they were at all medieval there. times Without or the you. Ren Fair. Not that I would want to go to the Ren Fair. You would go. Though. I'm so naive that I always just think it was probably just an oversight. No. Like I'm so naive. I'm such an idiot. I want to see. It's never an oversight. Yeah, exactly. I, I want to see what you had for lunch, and I want to see your cat doing something adorable. But I don't want to fucking see everyone. I don't want to see me. your cat. I don't want to see your quinoa salad. <laughs> I want to see something. I want to see a disgusting, dirty condom in the like parking lot of a Mormon church or something. For like a, Did you just post stuff. that? No, but I bet that there's one right <laughs> now. <laughs> no. What cat? Solon? No, no, no. Uh... <laughs> Wait, did someone no. post a condom in a murder? Yes, what? I was just fucking looking at That's it while we were getting crazy. ready to do this. Allie, someone And I was like, oh, it was out. Wait a second. What? Also, why are you looking at your phone during our podcast? I, no, this Fuck was that. before. No, I know. This was while we were getting ready to do it. <laughs> um, see, this is what I'm talking about. Telepathy I'm fine with that. is the new evolutionary gain that we're going to make. Because the fact that I just 
talked about something at a condom in a church parking lot, and there could possibly be something of that. Well, what if it's just a, it's Maybe not? That's wrong. a church in a Kat condom Dennings, parking lot. And she posted a photo of a fucking used condom in a parking lot. What? I'm, I don't. Follow and then that. somebody posted a photo of her taking the photo of the condom. Oh, life! Meta, I can't deal meta. with that. I I kind of think that everything is weirdly, grossly, disgustingly connected, and everyone kind of already knows what's going on, even though we pretend not to. Is that weird? Is that weird? It might not weird. even exist. We could all just be jars of like <sighs> matter, and there's like stimuli. We could like, be just like you guys, a fingernail on a bigger. Yeah. You guys, actually, you know what's interesting that I learned last week? What? One more thing. We'll wrap it up with what something else I learned is that um, you know how there are black holes in our universe. Sure. Inside those black holes, there are more planets and universes. So we might just be in the anus of another universe. <sighs> I was just reading that the matters. Voyager is about to leave our solar system, which Whoa. is huge. Nothing matters. Nothing matters. It's about to go out of our fucking system. We could all just system. be fucking children's poop on a kitchen floor at a dinner party. Just one schizophrenic dumb heap away. Um, you were, okay, so Kat Dennings, I'm going to look at her Instagram feed. So we can find you at Steve it's AG. St- you're- just at Steve AG is always my username for anything. That's your. Um, I I don't like when people use like yeah you know, Mr. Sparkles and it's like well who the fuck is this following I don't it's Dave like Sparkles. you're not following me on Twitter I'm like who are you they're like Mr. Sparkles I'm like how the fuck am I supposed to know that you fucking idiot Can I just tell you if you don't start a secret Twitter account called Mr. Sparkles right now you're dead <laughs> to me okay, I'm going you're to a do ghost it. to me I'm gonna start Mr. and it's Sparkles. just gonna be full of all the kind of bullshit that you don't ever even want to say I do yeah. have a secret Twitter <gasps> I I'm not gonna mention it on I'll tell you guys after oh, can you tell have... us the nature of it yeah he's a fucking redneck oh who, um, my god really objectifies women and like he's <laughs> he's a redneck with a wife and kids that he fucking hates and all he talks about is the other women on twitter that he would leave his wife for wow i really like that your id has a twitter account and your ego has what close-up lone desert condom what who people do Instagram. Oh my god. People tweet about used condoms, you guys. And I just guessed that. Life. It's bigger. It's bigger. Weird. Get out of town. Well, thank you for slumbering with us. My pleasure. Thanks for sweating it out in our weird. It's not that bad. It's not that hot. What a pillow fort? Yeah. I'm never taking this down. You shouldn't. I'm not. It's kind of hard to watch your TV, though. Yeah, that's true. Oh, who needs that? What's on television these days? She's just looking at her fucking iPhone anyway. It's just better. Oh, you're the worst. (laughs) Well, okay. Nighty night. Thank you so much for being here. Good night. We're going to freeze your bra. Nighty night, y'all. This has been Slumber Party with Allie and Georgia. For more of us, we're online at AllieandGeorgia.com. We're on Twitter at Allie and Georgia. We're also on Tumblr. And you can subscribe on iTunes and rate us and leave a comment. Tell us what you like and didn't like. We'll see you guys next week. Next Slumber Party is scheduled for Thursday. Feralio.com is an artist-friendly podcast collective. Hosted by castmates.fm. Host your own podcast at castmates.fm today. All of our artists reserve the rights to their materials. Your donations directly support your favorite artists, help pay for their show's production, and keep your favorite shows free. Visit fairaudio.com for other original shows and learn about our community of artists that help make this collective possible. Thank you for listening to this podcast.
This outro features the music of the fancy. We are the fancy.net.